Welcome to season two. This is episode 73 of the Quarter Three podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Reba, and I get to do this podcast with my helpmate and father of our tribe, Spencer. What's up, everybody? We are back from a good, fun wedding weekend. Yes. So on our podcast, we hope to do three things. We want to inform your mind, we want to inspire your heart, and we want to ignite your joy. So we are going to talk about things that are going to either make you think, laugh, cry, sometimes all three. So wherever you are today, here's what we would appreciate you doing. Take a few minutes, text this podcast to your friends, your family, encourage them with it, share it on on your social media channels. Um, However you can do that, we would greatly appreciate it. So Thank you so much. Now, on this week's episode, this is going to be kind of a brief episode. I don't think we're going to be going really, really long. But kind of tired. <laughs> yeah, at least kind of tired. We had time change. We did have time change, and it's kind of feels later. Feels but, weird. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're we're probably ready to hit the sack uh, here shortly. But we are going to be talking about the power of the blessing. The power of the blessing. Now, and I'll get into the context of that in a minute. But before we do that, it was wedding weekend. Our middle son, Jared, was married to his new wife, Kendall. And they are now on their honeymoon and will be gone for like two weeks. Yeah. But there were some uh, funny moments. There were some scary moments. There were some cool moments. And so I thought maybe we could... Just kind of talk talk about just some of those little moments. Okay. Well, it was just a great weekend from when we headed out. Um, it really kind of started Friday here as we were gathering stuff, even Thursday night. We went to Jared's place to make um, a, a pickup and load coolers. And then Friday we had to gather a few more things in town before we left because the wedding was out of town. And headed to Blue Ridge then Friday. We had a wonderful evening at a restaurant there. Hey, we can do like town. an unpaid ad, ad for them. Yeah, right in town. The, the Black, Black Sheep. Sheep. You need to go there when you're in Blue Ridge and eat a meal. Make sure you get eat. your reservations, though. Yes. Ooh. But it's a great place. It sits up on a little hill. It seems like it was an old home. I didn't look it up and read the history of the place, but it seems like it was a house at one point because we were actually went upstairs and were in a private room there. But they have lots of seating outside. Even as it's chilly, they've got heaters out there on patios and uh, little fire pits. Porches. Yeah, fire pits. It's just a great place with delicious food and just a, a wonderful, fun atmosphere great servers yeah yeah that was really good so we had a special night with them just to begin the celebration to kind of kick off the wedding the night before the big day and then we were all staying at a airbnb cabin i guess you would call the cabin but it was was i mean an amazing really cool cabin yes it was quite spacious we all had our own rooms and um, 
just a great living area for everybody to congregate. And we served brunch to them Saturday morning. That was fun because it was just kind of a team effort between the parents. Right. Making the, the meal and then putting it out for them. And they ate it up. I was on cheese grit duty. Scott was on baking duty. You had already. Doing fruit. You said he was doing fruit. And you, you kind of coordinated everything. Did a great job coordinating everything. Thank you. And laying it out. Thank you. And the Costco waffles were amazing. Like, oh, yes. But the best find was the Sister Schubert's. Oh, the Sister Schubert's. Biscuit bites. The biscuit bites with the country gravy in the middle of it. Hello. It will change your life. You need to find them. And if you do, let me know where you found them. Because <laughs> I could not find them in Athens. I called Therese the word. We couldn't find any. I called any three. I actually went up and down the aisles of a couple more stores. Yeah. And we could not find them in Athens. So if you find Sister Schubert biscuit bites with country gravy inside the mm. biscuit, mm. it's good stuff. Did you bring any home? They ate them all. Oh, they were. I felt yeah. like I should serve them all instead of keeping a bag back. Well, they ate them all. <laughs> they did. They were good. They were good. But yeah, that was really fun. And then they kind of had the afternoon. The girls started doing things that girls do with hair and, you know, makeup and giggling and taking pictures with the photographer. And uh, everybody else just kind of had a moment, kind of a relaxing afternoon. And then. And Jared was sequestered to the basement because he couldn't see Kendall. They kept them separate. And then, yeah, then it was time for us to head over and. Get ready for the ceremony. Yeah, but so most people think that a ceremony is going to take place in a church or in some type yeah, well, of venue. These days, not as much at church. Well, I'm just saying in a venue. I'm just saying like yeah. in a place. In a, in a, right, an event place. Like a, even, well, at, even at an event place, they have outdoor. did take place. Weddings. Fire Service Road. Fire Service Road 339 mm-hmm. in Cherry Log, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parked at the John Ron. Tar- parked at the John, <laughs> the John Ron. Kayak shop. And canoe rental shop. Yeah. And we walked across the street in our formal attire. And some wore socks. And Rust uh, always tried to just wear flat shoes until we got to the spot. But it was a beautiful spot that the two of them had picked out exactly what they wanted just in the woods next to the water let's just go ahead and say the the name of the river you go ahead i know you it was the it. the noon tootla river yes i just banned you from saying it in the ceremony but you can say it now the, the noon tootla river and we were like what was the black ankle the black ankle, black ankle road? the black ankle creek road yeah had to be an indian name oh yeah and i was asking about how do you think he got his name and you thought that it was like because he was tra- trampsing through the trampsing through the mud in the creek. In the you creek, get mud all over you. Yeah, that was so boring. That's oh. probably where it came from, I though. Don't think because so. the rest of y'all were like, he sprained his ankle and there was a bruise. Yeah, yeah, maybe he sprained his ankle in a fight. No, and so the the chief Native American. So the chief of that tribe, no, called him. Hey, you will now be black ankle. No. That 
That that's lame. That's better than a no. It's not. He shrimp, walks barefooted, catching bears. No, black ankle. Black ankle. What a name. I know. I think it's cool. It's like Tatanka. But I'm sure it wasn't because of a bruise. In dances with he didn't wolves. go to AOC. Tatanka. Every time he fell down. He was not soft. No, he was not. He Black was a ankle. warrior. Black Ankle was a warrior. No, he was a warrior. He was a hunter warrior. Okay. No doubt. Okay, we got off. We really did. All right. Off on- so anyway, by the Noontootla River. By the Noontootla River. It was beautiful. They were right. Their spot that they picked kind of jutted out a little bit. Yeah, right in the, right in the Under the trees with the sunlight the filtering through. Right, in the bend. So both ways you had a view of the river. Um, it was a very affordable venue. Very affordable. Very affordable. A little dirty. My dress kept collecting leaves. It did. Yeah, which me. <laughs> we could have brought the leaf blower and blown the spot off a little bit. Then it wouldn't have looked I know, natural. I know, I know, I know. I know. It was great, though. So, the... We had to... We had a little bit of time, though, on our hands. Yes, we did. We... I guess we were eager beavers. Well, we just wanted to make sure that we got over there and everything was situated and others were still getting ready. You were going to officiate. So we were just going to go ahead and I needed to take my time hiking there, just being careful. We did have to cross a couple of logs or fallen trees, but, um, and a little water stream, a little bit of water. I did step in the water though. Mm-hmm. My foot got wet. But we were getting over there. I guess we got there. Well, not super early if it had started when the plan was. But, you know, things like that kind of get off a little bit. Right. Girls and pictures and things take a little longer. And they had decided to do their vows privately. Right. With a first look and do that before they joined the rest of the wedding party. They were going to kind of stop earlier in the trail and do that. So it just, it took a little longer, but we were down there in the woods for about an hour. Hours waiting. (laughs) Standing around. (laughs) Which led to the funniest moment, I think, of the whole weekend. Oh, the funniest? The funniest moment. Was me? Was you. Oh, wow. It was that moment, like in the proposal, in the movie proposal, the proposal, where you have Betty White and Sandra Bullock like in the woods. Yeah, we and, were in the woods too. And Betty White is like throwing the whatever that yes that gunpowder stuff is on the fire, making fire making, making the whole fire go up and all this kind of He's stuff. Anti and then Native American. Yeah, doing some Native American stuff, and then she encourages Sandra Bullock to chant or, with her, chant with her, and so so in this moment, so Lisa. It has got these leaves on the bottoms on the bottom of her dress. They kept sticking. they kept sticking this so leaves were attached just to the lake. Up the top layer of my dress. Correct. And then you look like I just tucked it. Then you look like uh, a person um, from India. Oh, you still so so long. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget how you pronounce those. Like a rat. Yeah, like a rat. And but in this moment, you are. Uh-huh. You you you've taken this bouquet of roses. Ooh, yes, I was scattering. And you had rose petals. And you're taking these rose petals and you are tossing them around and you're dropping them on the 
on the area where they're going to do the ceremony. And you got a little bit too carried away and you started going all Betty White. You were doing all Betty White. And then, and then as you go from Betty White, then you broke into inspired. Sandra Bullock. I was and you were inspired. inspired. And you started doing the Sandra Bullock dance from that movie yeah. proposal. Hey, I made you laugh. I'm just glad. It I, passed the time. I'm just glad I caught it on video. You need uh, to get rid of it. No, we are not getting rid of that. That will live in perpetuity. Oh my I mean, as long, listen, when you're dead and gone, honey, and I'm still alive, that's a video that we will always watch. This was your mother. Your funny wife. This was your mother. Hey. This is comic relief. Oh, I'm okay. Definitely some comic relief. <laughs> I can be some comic relief. Oh, but I no. just, it lightened the moment, you know? Oh, it did. It did lighten We're down the there. I've cried some tears, happy tears, but yeah, it was just me and you. We were in the woods. We were definitely in the woods. And then now it was fun. Now the scary. Now the scariest moment. Oh yeah, the scary moment. I think it. Everybody's heart stopped for just. Oh. And we did make enough of a racket that they actually they heard, heard us way back down the trail. Yeah. So because, I had. Well, I had built this tripod uh, for the backdrop for the altar. And Kendall, she had wanted something, wanted something like that, and she, I was like, "Can I build it? Can I be the one to build it?" She was like, "Yeah, I'd love for you to do that." And so, um, so I built it, but I knew she was wanting to decorate it, yeah, get it, and you know, with flowers and make it look like make a it wedding. Look, yeah. yeah, and so, so we get it decorated. Which was a whole story Which in itself. Was all carrying all yes. that stuff in a hike, jars and basins. Whole story. Pompous right. plants and fabric and a big flower arrangement. We get the big okay. flower arrangement on this thing. Uh-huh. And then we get the drapery that comes a little later. And it had like, been oh, a little we, unstable, but we kept adjusting. Yeah, we kept like, adjusting. Okay, it was fine. It was good. it was holding up just fine. And then we spread a carpet piece. Jared. Jared, had, yeah, right. So everything's set, but then Jared goes to have his moment with Kendall to do yeah the their exchange of vows and their first look, and he's coming back in front of Ken, ahead of Kendall yeah. and her parents, and we're standing there. I'm my back is to the altar. Jared is off to the side a little bit. And all of a sudden, all I hear, Jared goes, oh, no. Oh, no. And you hear. And I turn back. You hear it, the timber pieces. And everything just falls. The leaves. And everything's falling toward. Towards the river. river. Yes. And I was like, I, I thought the flowers were going to drop into the river. Everything I thought was gonna everything was going to go into the river. And, and, it's start, and it started start floating down the stream. <laughs> And but like, everybody jumped into action. We had that thing uh, up in 30 seconds. Yeah. Somebody held my bouquet. I, yes. I don't know. Ran and got picked something up. The girls picked something. The boys picked the pieces of it, wood back up, had it propped back up, secured it, Dalton, decorated it back. Dalton goes running down the trail. Yes, to stop, to stop Kendall, Kendall in case she was coming. Case, we didn't yeah, want her to She was on her way. Yeah. yeah. And. But I was like, but it all worked out. Oh, 
after we all regained composure and took a breath. Yeah. And it stayed up. The problem was averted. Mm -hmm. It was. That was good. But there was some cool moments. Like I told you just that, you know, we'd been praying about this day. Yes. Just for the two of them and, and the marriage, what God was doing there. But, you know, just that things would go smoothly and be what they wanted. And we did pray for good weather because we knew they wanted it outside. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. No one was cold. Uh -uh. Um, It was good. The ground was dry. It was great. It It really was. was. It was was a beautiful, beautiful weekend. And one of those cool moments was we didn't have any firewood at the... at the place we were staying and uh the post-wedding dinner they being at the house they went a little picnic on some small picnic tables and everybody seated on cushions uh around the table and they didn't really want to do it in the house right they wanted to do it outside but it was cool and so we had to have some some type of heat yeah so the the people that were staying in front of us at this location well, this they guy lived had, there, they yeah. lived there, and this guy had like tons of wood. So I'm like, I'm just going to run down there and see if I can buy some. <laughs> and so I go down there, take my truck down there, just hoping that he'll have some wood that we can take. And so I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry to bother you, but um, I noticed you've got a good bit of firewood. And I was just wondering if uh, if we might be able to buy just a little bit of firewood. We don't have, we're staying right up here. We don't have any firewood. And he goes, you're, you guys are part of that wedding party, right? I'm like, what? I'm like, how did, how did this guy know this? You know, he goes, well, we, we had some friends that were doing some hiking down where y'all were and they came back and they told us about you guys doing this wedding. And, um, I said, yeah, I said, that's my son. And he, he, um, just, we just finished up the ceremony and now we're coming back up here to do some cooking and getting stuff ready for, for the dinner and, I said, we just need some firewood. He said, come here. Let me show you something. So he showed me one of his his stacks of wood. And he said, now on this side, I just cut this this week. He said, don't worry about getting into this. He said, now on the other side, that's been seasoned for about a year. That's some good firewood. You take as much as you want. Cause that's how, you be. He said, because that's how those Georgia people roll. I was like, there you go. That's my kind of guy. And so I just backed my truck down. He came over. He just started tossing logs over to the road, and I just was loading up my truck. But I was having to do it all in my suit. Yeah, you were still. I hadn't changed it. I was still dressed up in my coat and tie. And uh, got it all taken care of. And um, Made had it some great had a big old fire. I had the table set up on the screened-in porch that had the fireplace so we could turn the lights down and yep. we had candlelight and the glowing, roaring fire. It was wonderful. It was a beautiful weekend. It was. So one of the things that we did in the in the ceremony mm-hmm. and also something that I said during the rehearsal dinner is that I told Jared and Kendall and I told everybody there that, that I bless this marriage. Mm-hmm. We bless this marriage. Yes. And that we're excited about this. And in the wedding ceremony, I have a prayer of blessing 
over the couple. And I've done this prayer with multiple people, and it really kind of stems from a previous wedding that I'd, I'd done from several years ago. And the mother of the bride said, hey, look, this is a family blessing that was written by their grandfather and has been spoken at multiple weddings and we'd like for you to include this i'm like i started reading it i'm like this is really really powerful stuff and it's just something that i've included in the marriage you asked the weddings that i've done yes keep a copy and and i was like this is i'm gonna this is the blessing that i'm gonna pray over jared and kendall Mm. and as we got to that you know i put my hand on jared Mm -hmm. and i'm you know, and I got to the part about blessing Jared, and then I got to the part about blessing Kendall, mm-hmm. and put my hand on her, and then I got to the part about blessing them together, and I put my hand on both of them. Um, and so tonight I thought, let's just talk about the power of the blessing, and just there, there are some. There's only about four things that that I had written down about the power of the blessing that I want to just for us to talk about and why that's important for a couple, a young couple or any married couple to receive a blessing from parents Mm -hmm. over them. I think you can go back in the Old Testament and look at so many examples of these patriarchs that... Not always at weddings. I mean, I can think of with Isaac and Rebecca, though, that there were some that were in wedding moments, but um, a lot of times it was as this father neared death and knew his time was coming from old age or whatever, things were failing, and he would call that son in, and it was an actual um Thing. I mean, this was this was something in the the Hebrew culture that they would pass a blessing on to a son, and I think it's super super important and symbolic of yeah passing on maybe good from the legacy and speaking truth. I know with. David and he spoke to Solomon of, you know, about wisdom and um, ruling the kingdom and just words of advice. Mm-hmm. So, the four things that I wanted to mention about the yeah. power of the blessing. The first one is that the power of the blessing it verbalizes the love and the approval from the parents. The love and the approval from the parents. And I think that, you know, there are some couples out there today that do not have the approval of their parents. And it's a struggle. To get married. or Yeah, yeah it's a struggle. Um, and maybe the lack of approval is for a good, re- a good reason. And maybe the lack sure, of approval be for a lot. is um, for not a good reason. But the... The blessing verbalizes the love and the approval of from the parents to the couple. And that is that is so powerful. And I think it I think it helps the couple to launch their marriage on the right foundation. 
Yeah, it sets them up. Sets them up for great success and great support. And it's just a, you know, it's a, a way to affirm, you know, when you're telling them of your love and approval. That's just an affirmation that speaks to the heart. Yeah, and which brings us to the to the second one, is that it's a statement of belief. And what you're saying, the statement of affirmation mm. of the son and daughter or the son or daughter or, uh, you know, the, to the couple, if it's your son, it's your son, if it's your daughter, it's your daughter um, and their spouse. Um, it's that statement of belief and affirmation to them and their marriage. And it and it and it tells them, look, we believe in you that. Where you are in this life, whether you're 22, 26, 32, whenever you get married, we believe as your mom and your dad, we believe in you. We believe that God has joined you together, has been joining you together. We And we affirm that. We support that. And a couple with that type of belief and affirmation Again, it's like rebar into the foundation of the marriage, and it strengthens the marriage big time. They may not realize it right away, but long term, uh, when the challenges and the pressures of this life come, that's when that rebar really kicks in and they look at it and go, all right, this is what my parents did. This, you know, uh, they believed in us. Uh, it, it's it's a matter of fortitude and strength and courage, and they can tap into what they experienced in their childhood, their young adulthood, and even in their engagement. They can tap into the things that they've seen their parents do, whether if it's us or the you know the other parents involved. Um, so it's that statement of belief and affirmation. Well, I think sometimes, just like with other things in life, we can become disillusioned ourselves and be like, I, I don't know if I believe, I, I don't know if I can do this. I don't, but again, I think what you're saying is you've spoken that blessing to them, over them. And maybe it's a point where they go, I don't really know what I'm doing, but they believe in us. Right. And with God's help. Right. Yeah, we can do this. The third thing is that the blessing it is a handoff of spiritual leadership and servanthood. Yes. That they're no longer under my authority or your authority. Right. Um, but they are on their own. They have they have left their mother and father and they are clinging to, cleaving to their new spouse. They're now a family themselves. Right. And the great mystery of marriage is that two become one. They're now one flesh. And the blessing is a passing of that, that, that baton of, of spiritual leadership and authority. And it is a, uh, it's, it's a passing of you are now, the, the the chief servant to your wife in that what for the husband he is to do for his wife what Christ did for the church and as he willingly gave himself up for her 
and to that life-giving love the 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 wife is to respond with a in uh with a spirit of reverence and um and I'm trying to think of the word but in in a spirit of servanthood herself so the two are really designed to serve one another and I think some people get get all bogged down in this whole word submit listen both the husband and the wife submit to one another it's not a matter of one lording it over the other Back. it is you're each submitting you to the both person submitting their to needs 100 percent. Mm-hmm. and so in this blessing it is a handoff of spiritual leadership and servanthood and that's i think how god designed for it to be from the father the head of the household and i know in many families it doesn't happen that way but when possible that's powerful that's powerful the fourth one Mm -hmm. this is the last one we'll end with okay it points to the blessing the the blessing points to and encourages the couple to yield to the leadership of God the blessing points to and encourages the couple to yield to this to the leadership of God which is the most important thing you've spoken your love and approval and affirmation and belief in them you've passed the baton saying you two are one and now yeah the blessing ends with you have to be a, the core of three strands yeah the most important the core of three strands and that that common thread, the 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 lordship of Christ in their life is that common thread that provides the tensile strength. I guess that would be the best word mm. for it. That when things pull, uh-huh. that that common thread between that's woven between the two of them as it's pulled and stretched it is strong Mm -hmm. but without that common thread in there even though two strands are are okay it's not as strong and it would be easier to break but that cord of three strands between the husband the wife and the lordship of christ a cord of three strands is not easily broken and it will remain it will be strong and so in this blessing it is a it, it is an encouragement to the couple for them to yield to the lordship of Jesus Christ in their marriage and to trust in him in all things and in all ways period so yep. that's all i got for tonight i like that the power of the power of the blessing yeah how we have the opportunity as parents to pass that on to our children. We all do. Those are gifts. Uh, yeah. Those are gifts to pass on to them. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it with this one story. So recently I was talking with um, another pastor friend of mine um, who has been in church planning and he, uh, we had, we shared a mutual friend who had recently 
within the last year or so, I guess, had, had passed away. And this friend of mine told me um, that in this particular person's last days, he was in the hospital, he was dying, and the family had been called into the hospital. And this man began to bless his children on his deathbed and bless them and prayed for them and spoke truth into them. And like the next day he died. Now, what that man left was a spiritual legacy that will last forever in the hearts and the minds of those children and grandchildren that he was able to bless as he was dying. And that's what it is. It's, it's a passing of the legacy of not, not, not my legacy or not his legacy, but about God's legacy spiritual. and that spiritual legacy that, you know, the, that God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever based on what Psalm 73, 26 says. The Lord is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And it is that it is that passing of the strength and passing of that portion into that couple. And and as a father, it is a blessing to be able to do that. Yeah, because next to the the day that your kids accept Jesus as their Savior and Lord, um, the wedding day is the next most important day of their entire life. The sacred moment. Yes. Yeah. So with that, here's the encouragement is if this is something that has resonated with you, begin now, even your, your children are young. Begin now to prepare them for this moment in their life and begin now to speak blessing and truth and and pointing them to um, to that relationship with the Lordship of Jesus, Um, because that is what will sustain them throughout this entire life. When it comes to marriage, when it comes to their um, their their hearts and their souls and their minds and your bodies that is such a critical relationship that that they need to that they need to carry with them into their adulthood and into their own families and then you're passing down you're changing the family tree when you do that and if your kids have already gotten married maybe yours are grown and already had their wedding and that specific moment has passed of the ceremony for you to do that you can still do these things of um blessing your children and still speaking these things to them no matter what age they are maybe it occurs it's powerful so well that's about that's about sums that up for tonight that's a wrap now it's time to hit the sack here and get ready for the week ahead of us. But just know that we are so grateful for each of you who listen in and encourage us through uh, either your reviews or just calls or text. Man, we are so grateful uh, for that very much. So We appreciate you listening and always 
hope that you will join in the conversation as well. Yeah. And always remember that two, two are better than one. And, and a quarter of three strands is not easily broken. broken.